to the Ontario Outdoor Pursuit Podcast. We deliver a hunting podcast from Ontario, Canada. We're going to give you season updates, harvest reports, and how we go from field to plate. We're going to even talk about our equipment setups and all the cool hunting stories we've experienced over the years. We're just a couple of guys who understand we don't know everything, but boy, can we put meat on the table every year. And speaking of putting meat on the table every year, every dish we certainly like to enjoy a little additive to our wild game meats, and that is Kickaboo Spices. Kickaboo Spices is geared to helping and enjoying a healthier lifestyle with your food and your dishes. And Kickaboo Spices makes some awesome products, marinades, jerky marinades, and as well as some great rubs that go on all of your delicious wild game meats. Yep. Check out kickabooSpices.com and use the promo KICKAOP for 10% off your purchase. They're low sodium, they're made in Ontario, they're by hunters for hunters, and they're awesome guys. <laughs> Told you I got this intro. <laughs> What's up everybody? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a recap of bear hunting. Of bear hunting, and a recap, a not a recap, but a well, you you let's start off with the the <laughs> turkey hunt. Let's start off with the turkey hunt. That's what I want to know. Okay, because you smashed your first bird, yeah, and it's a freaking dandy of a bird. Yeah, I got my uh, first turkey actually. So right before we went bear hunting finished work uh relatively early one day and i was gonna go to my field and i share that permission with one of my buddies mackenzie and he texted me he's like oh you going out tomorrow or today and i was like yeah, yeah. And he's like okay well uh you want to go out together i was like yeah i got there a little earlier and i was looking through my binos and i was like oh shit there's already a tom there so i was watching him for beddies with some hens and a two jakes and kenzie pulls up behind me we get dressed up and i was like so how do you want to do this he's like well what do you think we're coming up with a plan we're like okay so we came up with a plan so we made a beeline straight through the brush, you know, relatively quiet, but still walking until we got about 30 yards. Could you guys see the bird at this point still? No, because we were in the bush. Yeah. Um, so then we got about 30 yards from the brush line. <laughs> we took off our turkey vests, took off anything we didn't really need, and got down on our bellies. Not like a crawl on your knees, like literally on our bellies. Well, we were using shotguns, I guess I should say, but crawled on our bellies through some mud got right to the brush line and we popped up and the birds at like 20 yards We're like, oh crap okay so then we kind of i sneaked back a bit anyways this tom just comes in so fast it's a beautiful sunny day bird gets to like nine yards from me finally have my window my shooting window through the clean trees one shot dead on the ground starts anyways so dad's super happy i'm like yeah like you know just <laughs> losing my mind and then this turkey um his nerves kick in and he starts smashing his face in this puddle. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, flip rolls over, starts smoking his tail in the water. So anyways, my bird is like the ugliest thing in the world. <laughs> just looks like shit. But uh, yeah, ended up being 20, just shy of 22 pounds, 10 and 7 eighths spur, uh, beard and inch and 3 eighths spurs. So, That's awesome, man. That's an awesome first bird. And yeah. it's a heck of a hunt. You were done in 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, that does not generally work out that no, way. It was awesome. Spot and stock. It was so exciting, man, stocking a turkey. Yeah. And it, it was good to get it done. So that's the route you're going to be taking again for next I, year, I think next so. bird? I, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. It was just, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I think I appreciate the moose hunt we go on so much because it's like a spot and stock. And getting close to moose is just super exciting for me. Like, last year when we got to 40 yards from the cow, I was, you know, adrenaline's just going. So to get that, to get close to a turkey... 
it's super exciting. It's not as exciting as Moose, I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I was super pumped, super happy about that. So it's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's I'm a really huge congratulations. Thanks, I was super pumped to get the phone call, and yeah. that that is wicked. It it was good for you know, you and I would uh, heading up to Bear Camp. It was good to feel that both of us already felt the one of our turkey tags. Mm-hmm. So it was a great feeling. Yeah, it was good. And unfortunately, um, our success wasn't so large up at Bear Camp this year, but uh, kind of a couple factors going into it. Um, Obviously, we went up on uh, potentially a a four-and-a-half-day trip. Um, We baited the the first night we'd got there, super, super crappy weather. Um, And my grandfather being not too far away, uh, within an hour's drive, uh, we were able to get out our bait and everything. And then went there, enjoyed some visiting hours and yep. some beverages, and uh, in a hot tub. In a hot tub, that was that was <laughs> wonderful. Great way to start really a hunting trip. It up there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we did we did after that night, but yes. um, no, we had got in there and the flooding. I was so like when we got to go back there, we're at the kind of the very back part of the lake, and the two bridges to get across there were nearing flooding. And that was, uh, never seen that before, but obviously Quebec and a lot of other parts of Northern Ontario, um, are experiencing even some talking with some of our other listeners. Um, ice is still frozen in the areas that they're, they're pursuing animals. So, um, that kind of sucked, uh, but we did make the best out of it. We had a couple nice days of weather. Water levels did go down a little bit, but, um, towards the end of the trip, yeah, we started getting more and more rain again. Right. And I was, uh. Right before this podcast, I was on the phone with um, our friend from the uh, Canadian Wildlife Services. Yeah. And he was saying he was doing an aerial survey, and he was up in Timmins yesterday. There's enough ice there to still snowmobile across the lake. Yeah. Uh, likewise with uh, one of the listeners. That's insane. It's, it's unbelievable. So, But yeah, like half the road or the bridge was underwater. We mm-hmm. almost were like, well, shit, like if we go here, are we even going to be able to get out? Yeah. And we ended up getting in, but... We'll go over it at the end, but basically, if we had to leave a day early, and if we didn't, we'd still be up there stuck. Yeah, yeah, we did. We left a full day early, and we would be definitely a day or two at least behind, oh, yeah. based on what the water water was going to bring in. The rain, the rain isn't really a factor. Like you know, you make the best of it. We've got the proper gear, and the camping situation was just fine. Obviously, we were in a tent, but again, we packed appropriately. So. Um, but yeah, it just it didn't fan out for us, and came back and enjoyed our May two four weekend here this time. Yeah, so, so let's talk about the first. So we get to the first day. We already went over that. So we get in this camp second day. Mm-hmm. We set up our tree stands. Yeah. Now this is the first time I actually got to use my climbing sticks. Yeah. I always used pegs before. If you don't own a pair <laughs> of climbing sticks, go buy a pair of climbing sticks. Yeah. No, that was a great setup. You had yeah. a great set. I got twenty feet. For like $89 or something you basically slap them against the tree and you ratchet them as you go and I use a climbing belt so I, I'm hands free like I can whenever I use my climbing belt I put my feet on the stand and I lean back and I could use my hands to work I can mm-hmm. use both of them I don't have to hold on to the tree so that whole climbing stick system is just so fast and not only that it's super easy to get in and out of your tree stand but it's also super easy to you know, it's like actually way safer than pegs. Yeah. Because pegs, sometimes I slip on, like whatever. If you fall and you smoke a peg, like it's probably going inside of you. Or yeah. If you smoke the front of a climbing stick, just, you know, you just mm-hmm. slapped it. So I'm pretty happy to have that. I'm really big advocate for climbing sticks now. Yeah. 
I, I certainly agree. I had the same setup going. Uh, yeah. Not Certainly not as many climbing sticks. I had just run out of climbing sticks, so I uh, made do with what I had, but yeah. that is certainly the way to go. I don't think there's another type of tree stand set that I'm willing to set up mm-hmm. other than those climbing sticks. Like I think the self-climber tree stands are kind of cool, but for someone who leaves their tree stand in one location, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd like it as much. Yeah, totally easy access coming up and down, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty um, cool, though, to get up, like, from what I've heard. I've never actually used once, but... So Friday, cool. that was that was our Friday. Yep. Um, it was a beautiful day. Weather-wise, we had sun. Uh, we both went in there on, like, our, our lightest, lowest uh, level of gear. Yep. Um, because it was, I think, 20-something degrees, and that was warm. But uh, in the night, it got very cold went down to negative one actually yeah which was quite cold uh but you did pack appropriately with your sleeping bag I this year comment on the new sleeping yeah. bag a bit um so that was good and that was that was a good day it's yeah. uh it's really unfortunate that it didn't plan out that way but it that's it wouldn't be hunting otherwise it was a, what was it six hours sit the first day yeah six hours day one so, yeah so six hours sit in the tree stand it felt good to go back up one and it was just, you know, saw some cool stuff, saw some, uh, oh, what are they? Not a ferret, but the wild one that's up there. And it was like a ferret animal. Um, got to see one of them, super cool, just running around, chipmunks. Uh, saw some, obviously, waterfowl, saw a bunch of ducks and some uh, geese. And unfortunately, didn't get to see a bear, but what we forgot to mention that I just remembered is what did we see on the way in? Yeah, how did we forget that? Yeah, that was important. absolutely incredible, seeing... Uh, a piebald cow moose. Yeah. And two of her calves. Yeah. So if someone's never heard of a piebald, what is it? Uh, the best way to describe it, it looks like a cow. It's patterned like a cow. Yeah. Like splotches. Um, yeah. It's very spotty like. Um, in this instance, it was very white and gray, mm-hmm. but very little brown, where uh, most moose is usually two shades of good brown. Yeah. Um, but not in this case. It was totally cool. You could not miss her. Um, her calves were were probably second second year. Yeah, they were they were large calves. Uh, no, no, not at all. And very healthy. And they were they were twenty yards from us. We had actually almost smoked the uh, cow coming around the corner. Um, yeah, she just the calves made it perfectly across. I noticed something run across, and that's what kind of dragged my attention to that. I was busy looking at the water, yeah. and then as I seen kind of those, I was like, oh shoot! And then I seen the the cow's ass. And I was like, holy crap, like there, there's moose just flying across the road here. <laughs> and then uh, we slammed on the brakes and, you know, checked it out. Got oh, yeah. got a couple cool videos, some photos. And... Oh, yeah. it, it feels good to see moose, man. Like, especially in an area that the ministry deems as having a very bad moose population where mm-hmm. they only hand out one or two bull tags a year. It feels really good to be able to see way more than they say. And that property that we hunt specifically that is a very healthy very moose. healthy yeah. um vicinity for moose to be in i would say the population is i i would put money on it that is very very healthy the size of um the rubs the tracks the amount of scat uh the sightings yeah. every time we are there it so just it baffles me that it is so difficult to get a tag there you could be fighting for months and years on end in order to get a tag there. And yeah, we would do very poor there. And that's why we go as far as we do. But for this 200 acre parcel, we could certainly do a number oh, with moose hunting. We, we would be a, successful. If we got a tag there, I, there's, 
I would say with 90% certainty that we would fill a moose tag there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Every time, man. Yeah. Every time. But it's unfortunate we can't get a tag there. Yeah. Plus, I'd appreciate the six-hour drive instead of the 26-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, really. So that, that was super cool. Saturday. Talk us into Saturday. So woke up. We made an awesome post about the coffee we've been in love with for a while, and that's yeah. Hunter's Blend. We So we, before when we used to do these hunts and the moose hunts, Cam and I would always bring the percolator. And, you know, it started out originally by perking it on the fire, and then once we got a rain, um, like a gas, Coleman gas grill. Jet broil. Yeah. Well, no, the oh, yeah, and the jet broil, too. We'd start by doing it on those with percolator, but now we actually brought up a pot, and now we use a fresh fresh <laughs> a French press up north. Finally, a French press. Yeah. It is like luxury living. I, I could sleep outside, like forget about the tent and everything. Yeah. That is the cat's ass to have a oh, French awesome. press up there for you coffee. You wake up with a French press coffee. It's so good. Yeah. So we started by having that. We do pretty good for packing meals, so we made an awesome breakfast. Uh, you know, we did kickaboo spices with eggs, potatoes, sausage, uh, sausages, veggies, veggies, and then kind of all just mix it up. Yep. Mow it down. So that was really good. Uh, Saturday morning after we ate, I'm drawing on a blank here, Cam, help me out. Um, Saturday, it was fairly decent weather. We kind of strolled around in the truck a little bit, just checked out, you know, a few kilometers here and there. Um, Was we, that de- day we went for a hike. We did go for oh, a yeah. very long hike. Um, scoured the property, saw all kinds of cool stuff. That was like um, a solid, th- almost three hour. Yeah, no, it was a very lengthy hike. Yeah. Um, it was great, and then we got back, had some a little bit of lunch, and saw then jackrabbit. We did. Yeah, that was awesome. Huge. That was just very large. Huge, huge jackrabbit. Yeah. So that that was definitely another cool sighting for sure, um, and that's really what makes the trip. Honestly, I love seeing that stuff. Yeah, so you can't say it's unsuccessful no. at what the I very said, least. What I had said to Cam at the end, I was like, you know what? If I knew for the next twenty years that we were not going to shoot a bear up here, I'd still go. Yeah, it's just it's nice to get away. It's nice Absolutely. to breathe some fresh air. You know, sleep in a tent. Kind of helps you test some stuff out for moose hunting. Mm-hmm. So really happy with how that came out and i mean yeah it would have been awesome to get a bear but yeah. there's always next year and that was another long sit that was a four four and a half hour sit that yeah, night. after our hike right after yeah. our hike so that was is kind of nice to veg out and decent weather then we had actually experienced a little bit of rain uh saturday evening mm-hmm. and we had known that um saturday going into sunday was supposed to be torrential downpour and again we just made the best of it yeah it feels good to go up there um we kind of touched on briefly, but yeah, we, I guess we got some new gear. Mm-hmm. I got. Talk to us about that thermal. Yeah. Alaskan type Alaskan sleeping bag type you got. Bag. So there's a company called Teton Sports, and that's T E T O N. And they specialize in like uh, hunting, camping, outdoorsy, out, um, to kind of, you know, like tents and stuff like that. So I got their sleeping bag and so it's called the deer hunter model and it's rated for negative 18 celsius so you know the, the only downside about it is it doesn't have a compression sack so it's a little bigger packing mm-hmm. it's about the size of two compression sacks upside though is here's a recap of the night the one morning i woke up at five in the morning now underneath my sleeping bag i'm in a t-shirt boxers no socks no pants no nothing just those two things wow, descriptive 
<laughs> well, I just need to understand. <laughs> so I wake up in my cot and I'm like, oh, I am so toasty right now. I'm not sweating, but I'm not cold at all. I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad morning. Take my arm out of a sleeping bag. I'm like, okay, it's really cold. I look over to Cam in his sleeping bag. He has a blanket wrapped over it, and he's just sitting there shivering with, I'm pretty sure he had a toque on his head, too. I had the toque okay. on. I had my hoodie and on. And you're trying to sleep just shivering. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, it was. I really made sure that that sleeping bag is for a plus five scenario, not negative one. Yeah. So I definitely reassured myself that <laughs> there will be some upgrading come Moose Camp. So I was really impressed with them. Um, it was $89 online on Amazon, mm-hmm. shipped right to my house. So, I mean, for that price, it's not bad. I went to sale the store in Cambridge a few weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? I was thinking about a new sleeping bag. I went there. The cheapest one they had was $150, and it was rated for 8 degrees Celsius, like mm-hmm. plus 8. Yeah. No, thank you. It's not substantial. You totally need something way beyond that. 100%. So super happy with that. I have their camp pillow as well that I use when I'm uh, yeah. sleeping in my cot. It's super comfortable. I like it. It has a compression sack. Uh, the only other new thing I got was I got new boots. Yeah. And so, what do you like about those? So I got Irish setters. I've heard a lot of good things about Irish setters. And now I have a lot of good things to say about Irish setters. Yeah. They're uninsulated, but they were warm. They still have that 400, 400 G insulation, right? So yeah. that's like bare minimum. Yeah. Just basically yeah. whatever's in it. Yeah. And they're super light, which I like, and they're narrow. They're a little – I thought they were too tight on my feet at first, but after wearing them for a day, they broke in pretty good. So I'm happy to see how they broke in quickly. And we went for, I don't know, that three-hour hike. How many kilometers would you say? No. I think we put on a good 15 kilometers. Yeah. So super comfortable. The bottoms are nice and quiet. Like it wasn't like – you remember my old boots I had at Moose Camp? I had to walk super, super carefully with those because they were just like, poof, poof, poof. it's like a yeah. giant stomping. So, snowshoes minus the snow. Yeah, so I'm super happy with those, and I think those are the two only new things I got for this hunt. But I, I'd, I'd recommend if you need a new pair, get some Irish setters. They're really awesome for what I need them for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were quite impressed. Great, mm-hmm. quite and comfortable. I was more impressed with that sleeping bag. Yeah, for, that is. I, I was pretty jealous. I was yeah. like, man, that is what I need right now. For $89, but... you can get a negative 18 degrees Celsius sleeping bag. Yeah, Teton Sports. Yeah. Delivered to your out. door from Amazon. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so did you bring anything else up new up? Not, not for myself, not this time around. Nope. I, uh, nope, other than the equalizer and set of new strings on the bow, but that's really about it. Um, yeah, no, I nothing really new in that industry for me that's fair so we'll see definitely sleeping bag though i can tell you that from moose camp (laughs) doesn't it suck coming home though like you know what i'm saying for sure it does there is uh there's there's some upsides yeah there's definitely upsides but uh leaving the scenery leaving the atmosphere the smells the sounds yeah listening to the songbirds and crickets like literally as cliche as it may seem take you into the night and just you know what you'd think would keep you up at 11 p.m. totally just knocks you, knocks out. you right out. And, yeah, definitely, you, you don't get that here. Yeah. That, there's no hustle and bustle. No. Like, weekends at home, I'm up to, like, 12, 1 in the morning, just, you know, usually binging Netflix or out with my buddies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Up there, it's like, oh, 10 p.m., I actually need to go to sleep. Like yeah. It's not like, oh, I have to go to bed. It's like, I'm actually tired from the day. And you're refreshed and rejuvenated oh, yeah. come the morning making a pot of coffee and... 
It is it is totally different. I look forward to every trip that we go on because it's oh, yeah. it's amazing. Did you uh did you appreciate the uh, bear camp lasagna? I did another great dish. That is, <laughs> that's, that's by far my favorite. So Cello makes these personals. Uh, I'm kind of displaying it though. You can't see these personal lasagnas. It's like say eight inches long by you know four or five inches wide, and it he makes one for everybody in the camp. And it's got it's loaded. It's <laughs> so good, man. Like you put that over the open fire, and uh, that night we had actually got rain, so we put that over the open fire. Grab, jumped into the tent and just chowed down. Yeah. Had some awesome whiskey to go along oh, with yeah. it, and it, it made it another great night. It, it's you make the best out of the worst, and it's still just there's nothing that compares. Oh, yeah, it, it was awesome, and I think one of the things that I really like is about hunting is you know at the end of the night you kind of talk about oh what did you see in your tree stand oh mm-hmm. okay cool I saw this you know but once that's done it's like it's you and a close buddy and you just kind of talk about you know just life in general. Mm-hmm. And that's always something that I found awesome about hunting, you know, it just brings you closer. So it's good to see that. It seems that every story there can be some sort of relation, right? Like, uh, you know, you could just be talking about work in some way or another, you, another guy, four other people can relate to. And yeah, it could be over a game of cards, could be over a glass of whiskey, it could be over a fire and it's just, it's great. Yeah. Uh, you did bring a new whiskey, actually. Now, oh, that was amazing. A what? coffee infused. It's called Kavi. Coffee, yeah. Yeah. K- K-A-V? K-A-V-I. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's... The, so, like, I like whiskey with mixes. Mm-hmm. Ryan Ginger's my go-to drink. Sure. Um, Ryan Coke's not bad, sure. I think you're roughly in the same boat as that? Like, yeah, pretty much. It depends. I, I don't definitely don't mind scotch on the rocks. It's, right. It's potent, but... But you won't drink like Jack Daniels on the rocks. Absolutely not. I stay far <laughs> but, away from that. <laughs> but the coffee you were drinking on ice, and you were loving it. Ah man, I it, was, it was my go-to drink. Definitely not filling, and it just that perfect hint of Java with whiskey. Yeah. It was I like it's something so simple, and I'm like, you know, why didn't I come up with this? Mm. Like, I love coffee. I like whiskey. Yeah. Why not put the two damn things together? Exactly. Some already already did, and. Yeah. So the funniest thing to me was we show when we had a coffee, you had a bit of milk in yours and then you added in the the coffee whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of and you were just looking at me, you're like, It tastes like Bailey's <laughs> like Oh yeah, it was unbelievable. It was so good. So so we're happy with that. The I will say there was one thing that I was really disappointed on. Okay. Weber's barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man. Hey, hey. Uh, so I. It's the most uh, artsy highway? fartsy place. What highway is this? This is Highway Eleven. Okay, Highway Eleven. Coming in into Aurelia. Okay, so I've heard so many things about Weber's barbecue, charcoal yeah. barbecues. You've never been in your life, right? Never been. Never. Char- sorry, charcoal burgers. Yeah, supposed to be. Buddies are always like, "These are unreal. You got to go there. It's super cool." So Cam and I are driving by, and lineup's not too bad. We're like, okay, cool. So we pull in. Uh, now we're going southbound so they have a cool bridge that goes across the highway yeah and you can actually walk over the highway and go to the place so we get there and the girl takes her order whatever so she goes to me and she goes or she takes cam's orders then she turns to me and she's like oh what do you want or what do you want i was like yeah can i get a double cheeseburger um she's like, okay what do you want on it i was like yeah let's get mayo <laughs> lettuce i start listing my normal top she goes no 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 we don't have mayo or lettuce aren't you a burger place <laughs> sure i'm not that picky I was like, just give me whatever uh, Cam got on his burger. She goes, okay. She goes, he got everything. I go, oh, perfect. Okay, cool. 
Everything is mustard, ketchup, <laughs> onions, one slice. No, there was no onions. It was pickles and tomatoes. Pi- yeah, right. There was so no onions. <laughs> and one slice of pickle. Yeah. Do you know how much that pisses me off? <laughs> one slice of a pickle? Okay, they couldn't even give you the proper like burger image, even to no. put in your brain. So then, you know what? The prices weren't bad, I will say that. And I will say they had really good buns. So, anyways, so she, so she sticks her hand out. And we're like, uh, yeah. She's like, oh, it's cash only. Okay, well, I don't have any cash on me. She's like, well, there's an ATM. She's like, okay, you know what? That's fair. Can't go inside of the ATM. A different girl comes out. She's like, uh, did you want to pay for your burger right now? I was like, uh, he's at the ATM. We're already, like, there's just too many people dealing with this. Yeah. It's all clustered, whatever. We get inside. There's, I shit you not, only 15-year-olds working, <laughs> which drives me <laughs> mental. So there's, like, people singing uh... and dancing, and then there's, like, one of the employees is flirting with one of the other ones in front of us, and it's just weird. We're yelling at each other to try and talk about what the heck's going on. Yeah, in this and place. then the one girl's like, "Turn the music up to her boss." And yeah, I was like, "Uh, yeah, how about you just make my damn bird?" People posting pictures, selfies, oh, yeah, hashtag selfies. Webbers for Instagram. Yeah. So we're like, "Okay, this has got to be good." Like the, these lineups, I've heard are ridiculous. We've already been waiting for like fifteen minutes at this point. So then this girl yells out, and she's like, "Double cheeseburger and single cheeseburger with an iced tea and fries." And I was like, we were like 10 people behind. Yeah. And Cam and I, I looked at Cam, I'm like, that's our order. Is that, yeah. oh, I guess someone else ordered it. And she's looking around, no one's claiming it. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So there's 10 people in front of us, and somehow you managed to make our food first? Yeah. Like, from a manager standpoint, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> sure, thank you. It's like, okay, thank you. The girl doesn't even acknowledge this. Just, next order. And I was like, okay, well, your customer service sucks. Like, no, like, have a good day. Thanks for yeah. stopping by. No, nothing. Just oh, yeah. next order. They were just pumping it out. It, like I said to you, it's not the same Webber's it was 10 years ago. No. So anyways, whatever. Get to the truck. I'm super excited. I'm like, all right, man, this smells pretty good. You know, the cool thing is they have their charcoal grill on, and you can see all the smoke in the building. You can smell it. It smells great. I open this burger up, and I'm like, what the shit is on here? <laughs> I open it. It's like, you know, what I just listed. And I was like, this is everything? They don't have bacon? They don't have lettuce, they don't have uh, mayo, they don't have barbecue sauce. Like, how is this an everything burger? Like, and not like the burger's called an everything burger. Literally every item on their menu for the burger. Yeah. So I'm already kind of grumpy. I take a bite of this burger, and it's the driest meat I've ever had. <laughs> so, and Cam and I are hungry. Like, it's not oh, like yeah. we're, you know, like, It was oh, dinner time. No, we're, we're pretty hungry, so it should have tasted way better. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't taste that good. I'm like, whatever. I look over the fries. I'm like, you know what? Those fries do look good. Yeah. And I I will Thin cut. I will guarantee whoever has their fresh fries will say that they are amazing. However, <laughs> Cam and I were already we wanted to get home, so we were already started driving and I was eating because I wasn't driving. And the French fries were at best described as lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> lukewarm. So I don't even think I finished them because it was just it was so disappointing. <laughs> I was so bad the whole time. Uh, oh, but yeah, so Weber is not, not a three-star out of five by any means. No. That Weber's would that's my last stop there. Yeah. So the funniest thing to me was Cam was like, we're laughing because there's people outside taking like selfies, like ha- uh, Weber's, and I'm like, hashtag Weber's Grill, whatever, make photo. And Cam's like, hey man, you should check if they got a hashtag. I'm like, all right, go on Instagram. I look and it's like hashtag Weber Barbecue, Weber's Grill, whatever it is. 
and it's people outside of the restaurant taking duck face selfies. And we're like, we called that. Like, this is exactly what people are doing. And then some were like, the favorite, my favorite part about Muskoka is this, uh, this restaurant. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> so. It's totally a trendy fad kind of place to go. And yeah. it and, certainly wasn't ours. And I've talked to buddies and I told them that story. And they said, well, when they went there, it was super organized. They got them in and out. The burgers were super Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Devin's full of crap. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's exactly who we're talking about, and yeah. that's a lie. Strips your life. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was kind of disappointed for how good I, I had heard about it. Because for our last time, um, were we up there with shrimps? That was on the way back from Moose Camp that you guys Moose had Camp. talked. Right, yeah. and Devin was like, man, you got to stop by there one day. And I'm like, okay, and like, um, I have another buddy whose brother uh, works in Aurelia. And he's a guy who went by, it's so good. And I'm like, I turned to Campbell. I was like, I bet you anything you can make a better burger under Pit Boss. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Now, before we wrap this up, I do want to say, because I know we'll forget, we're talking about Pit Boss. Mm-hmm. What do we do for dinner tonight, Cameron? That was, if I could go back and redo that meal over. If you could do anything in your life again. It would be that It wouldn't meal. be your first kiss with your fiance. No. It wouldn't be, you know, uh... Adult, like getting your puppy for the first time. Yeah, no. No, it'd be this meal again. A hundred percent this meal again, man. Okay, break it down and go into detail because I think this is important because it was the best meal I've ever had. So you smashed out a great dish of mixed veggies, mushrooms, onion, and a cool feature to this dish was um, the onion in the tinfoil wrap with oil. And this thing just broke down and it just almost like melted. Yep. Picture this onion melting, peeling, um, and we ate that just like that, cut it up and ate the layers. Yeah. And it then was red peppers and a bunch of seasoning. Red peppers. Um, got into a little bit of potatoes as well for the side, and then we got to our tomahawk steaks. Okay. The tomahawk steaks, we did a small lather of um, the Kickaboo meat juice marinade. Yep. So a little bit of that, and usually I just do that after I've kind of patted the meat dry. little bit of paste, if yeah. you can think Sticks of that. Stick that with the dry rub. And the dry rub I'm doing, in this case, I guess not really a dry rub, but I'm seasoning it with the Java Pit Boss seasoning, which, which is, is like a, a coffee, coffee rub. Right. Unbelievable. It was my first time ever having a coffee rub, and I'm pretty impressed. I am I am blown away. And then we split up this huge strip loin moose steak, <laughs> also so coated. So venison in... backstrap to start. So venison backstrap. Tomahawk is it's yeah. cut from the backstrap. Yeah, the ribs attached. And then a, a sirloin moose steak. A sirloin moose steak on top of that. Yes, we absolutely devoured the the that bit of steak. Like it oh, was unbelievable. That was probably man. a solid like fifteen ounce, sixteen ounce steak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Each of us took an eight-ounce piece at least. Yeah, and then another six ounces of tomahawk steaks. It was amazing, amazing, man. Everything was cooked to perfection. Nice pink middles, fully seasoned exteriors. Now, how would you season the moose steak? You went over the... Um, So the moose steak, I did the same pat down, a little bit of meat juice marinade, and then I did onion and garlic on the top, jalapeno on the bottom, and... It made it nice and spicy. I pretty much, like, I, I kind of smoked it for a little bit. They were still a little cold on the inside when we first started just because of when we took them out to thaw. 
Um, so I threw that on the upper side, the onion and garlic side, let that smoke for about five minutes. And then once we got into cooking the veggies, threw that on on the jalapeno side on the actual grill yeah. for 10 minutes. And it was cooked to perfection. Now, I only cook on 300, so if you're thinking 10 minutes, you know, that doesn't cook it too well. We eat our steaks from a blue to a very medium rare. So that gives us a nice happy medium, a beautiful smoke ring, and it was delicious, man. They had perfect smoke rings. It was so good. Yeah. One of the things I I always like to say, and it's because we're not lying, is, you know, Kickaboo sells some great products. There's no arguing about that. Yeah, yeah. And... What I don't want to see is some people that are just like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a sausage mix. You mix with water, make sausage. You don't have to do just that. It makes making sausage super easy. Yeah. You don't have to just do that. Cam and I use it as rubs. You know, we use it as seasoning on top of our eggs at at Bear Camp. Mm -hmm. We do everything. with The lasagna, that sauce, I did a little bit of spicy Italian inside of the sauce. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just super easy to mix with everything. You did a killer moose steak with it tonight. Oh, man, it was it was oh, so and good. Asparagus. And care. grilled asparagus. Like, That's it was... We ate enough to feed for four. I said I'm pretty sure we could have just fed, like, a, a little village in Uganda. Yeah. Which makes me feel really bad saying that, but it was really good. Oh, there was so much food, man. Like, that we definitely should have sent out some sort of invitations for that whole dish. No, we wouldn't have got as much food, though. It, honestly, it's one of the meals that I feel so full after Mm -hmm. but i don't hate myself yeah because it was amazing it was so so good it was a great way to end a night and yeah love uh being able to recap on bear hunting i mean you and me are going through photos sending each other photos back and forth every day of you know kind of recap stuff and it's only been a day but it's just like i can't wait till next time oh yeah so uh i guess we'll end the episode but before we do that i want to say you picked up your new bow yeah, I did, and I guess for the people following along, um, you've probably seen this red beast. Um, I haven't come up with a name for it yet, but red beast is pretty good. One? It's Black Betty. Okay, just checking, just checking yeah. out the name in the first place. Black Betty is done. She is, she is ready to go. She is a killing machine. So what is the uh, what's the red one? The red is a 2017. Bowtech BT Mag. Right and uh, I really like this bow. This is going to be my 3D bow for through the winter months. It's going to be my paper bow. Um, I like it. I like the way it shoots. I like the way it feels in my hand. Um, the 36 axle to axle is great for me. I'm not a very tall dude. So um, that really links up for me. And it's quick. Yeah. It's quick. I can't wait to have it fully set up. So, Did you um, chrono it or no? I didn't chrono it. Okay. No. Um, I've got it shooting on the 65% mod let off oh, which did. is pretty awesome nice love it it definitely wants to take off it's totally a target bow um and yeah if you guys continue to follow along i'll i'll show you how i'm going about this build what are the, what are the things that i got for this build and um definitely show you how it's shooting yeah. and uh definitely another reminder that i want to stress out to everyone we are at 9.2 k 9.2 k downloads no, we're at 9.6, bud. 9.6K now. Yeah, these people that are listening to you right now, you're awesome. <laughs> Love you guys. Nine Last time I checked was 9.2. So no, I have not six. checked. I've listened. I have not checked since. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. Um, as we promised, come 10K, there's going to be something really cool to give away for someone very special and it's uh, it's going to you know maybe change their world for sure. Yeah. So... 
we are encouraging That's you so guys. so inspirational. Oh, man. It would, if you could think back right now, because you know what's going on. If you could think back to if this happened to you, yeah, how would that have done You know, on someone I'd be early, in early stoked. days, right? Yeah. I, I think it's something that a lot of people appreciate. And, you know, if you personally don't want it, then you can gift it to someone that needs it. Absolutely, yeah. So that's about um, as big as a hint yeah, that you're going to get. That, that, the, that is it. That is all I'm talking about on that. Help us get to 10K and help us get this out because yeah. it's it's killing me. We've been holding on to it since 8K <laughs> that we really wanted to do this. So, yeah. um, But thank you, everyone, for listening, following along, yeah. liking, messaging, all on, on yeah. Instagram. And what's our uh, next podcast going to be? we got a cool girl guest. I guess we don't have to say what guest, but... Yeah, we've uh, we've got an awesome product that we've been both trying out for the past little while, Aim Size Products, and they've helped tremendously uh, with archery, everyday life, and they definitely do target, um, you know, target sports, yeah. uh, a lot of focus, a lot of, you know, mental game, yeah. and now three. really getting into the health, right? Yeah, like guys in archery, guys in three gun, mm-hmm. um, really helps you, and it's a stuff that you can take every day if you're even not in a competition. Yeah. So. so stay tuned for that. There's going to be something very cool coming along. And uh, we thank you guys for listening along. Don't forget to check out Kickaboo Spices and uh, get 10% off for your own spices. Yeah.